Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah, otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate yeah. to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. If you ever get short of art and craft inspiration ideas to do with your little ones, all you need to do is tune in to Mr Maker. Thank goodness he's there because I, for one, am not very good at art and craft. This hit show has been going since 2007 and is now broadcast in over 100 countries. Joining me today on Kindling Conversation is Mr Maker himself, a.k.a. Phil Gallagher, and he's on tour at the moment in Australia. Hi, Phil. How are you? Hello. I'm very well. So excited to be here. I know. We've Amazing. got you in the studio. This is a very it's, cool studio. Normally, we just try to grab you while you before you go on stage or afterwards. Looking very sweaty. <laughs> and a bit dishevelled. It's a big show. I mean, how long does it take you touring? Like, do you, do you choose a country, go tour that country, then go back home? Or how does it work? Well, this year, um, um, it's kind of non-stop, really. That our first stop is Australia, and uh, we're we're rehearsing at the moment, and we're about to launch our brand new tour. It's a brand new show, and the Australian tour will last about a month, and then we fly home. We do Perth on the twenty uh, second of July. We fly home that evening, and the very next day we land at Heathrow in London. And we drive off for our first UK show the next day. So Holy it's a... <laughs> moly. Who does these schedules? It's exactly. People, they, they see your energy on screen and they he can cope. Yeah, there's we'll no just... trouble. <laughs> I'll sleep on the flight. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So for people who are new to the show, I can't think who they would be or parents with little ones know of you. But but just give us an idea of what it's all about. Well, the TV show is all about arts and crafts, having fun, being creative. Uh, we try to, to teach simple and exciting art techniques and apply them to all sorts of different arty ideas. And we try and do that in the TV show in a, in a very colourful, comical, physical, visual way uh, to try and inspire the little ones and the grown-ups as well to get creative. And the live show is an extension of that. We've obviously it's still got art at its heart. It's a very creative show and we, we make things live on stage, but also we've uh, expanded Mr. Maker's uh, palette, if you will, <laughs> of, of uh, dancing and singing and uh, and the shapes get a much bigger part in the live show. <laughs> if any of your, uh, your listeners know the shape, circle try Triangle, square and rectangle are very much a huge part of the live show. And, and this is a new show that we're bringing this year. If like your good self, you've come to see our live show before, this is a brand new one. Mr. Maker returns and we're returning to Australia with a really exciting production. Okay, I have a few things I need to ask you. Of course. You tell me all of that. Uh, doing the craft on stage mm. live to a live audience um, now, I know a little bit about television magic. I know yeah. that with radio, thank goodness, we can edit a lot of things. Yes. Does Is it more pressure to do your craft on stage than it is in the studio? Because don't you ah. get, do you ever get to stop in the studio and go, oh, oh, no, hold on, the glue stuck my fingers together. I've got to yeah. start again. <laughs> it's a very good question. It's um, It's a different type of pressure being on stage. I love it. I love live theatre. Uh, and I'm very passionate about um, theatre for children because, and particularly a show like ours, I feel it's a real privilege 
to put on a show like ours because it might be the first time that uh, a child has ever been in a theatre, uh, ever seen a live show. And it's a, a, a huge responsibility to um, make it a great show in the here and now, but also hopefully inspire that child to to watch live theatre in the future. And we're trying to um, obviously inspire creativity and to get people making things as well. So we, I kind of always feel that pressure and putting on a, a good live show is something that I'm always passionate about. And but there's a flip side because with, with live theatre, people know it's a live show. Quite often, particularly the grown-ups, want to see me make a mistake. They want to see it. <laughs> so if it happens in a live show, I think the audience are a bit more understanding. Whereas my uh, director, producer, floor manager, they're all looking at their watches saying, come on, Phil, you've got to get this right this time, oh, man. And that's come on. its own kind of pressure. <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> uh, and so with the dancing... Is there something in your background that equipped you for this? Or did you start doing Mr. Maker and then they're like, hey, let's do a live show and hey, you're going to dance. And you went, oh. Uh, Well, to be honest, it's something that I've always wanted to do. We have an amazing cast at part of our show. Um, and we have a great choreographer, Jenny, who's just sitting just outside the studio, does all the choreography for the show. What we wanted to do with the live show was um, surprise people. We wanted to give them something extra. And also we wanted to make people laugh. And I'm not just saying that come because my dancing is hilarious. <laughs> it is. But, um, <laughs> but also we wanted to show uh, Mr. Maker and the Shapes as you've never seen them before. So you get to see Mr. Maker sing and dance, which the kids haven't seen necessarily on the TV before. Um, I draw from my own childhood and uh, obviously a lot of the mums and dads and aunties and uncles and grandparents grew up the same sort of time as me. So um, we love the same sorts of 80s movies and uh, 90s dance tunes. And some of those influences definitely come out in the live show as well and that's what the grown-ups yeah (laughs) you'll love it if you if you loved your your 90s dancing um then then come to mr baker returns (laughs) it will take you back to the the good old days oh brilliant you're listening to kindling conversation i'm speaking with phil gallagher who is of course mr maker who's in australia at the moment on a tour that's kicking off in july and um look i have to ask you a couple of questions for our fangirl who is producing this show cinnamon nippet our producer she's big fan but I think she's a little bit in awe of your crafty skills oh. and she wants a few tips right. because you know you have that whole massive wall full of oh the lots doodle of drawers do- yes like, yes that's impressive but let's face it who's got a doodle draw cabinet thing like that except for you right yes what are the essential crafty items that cinema needs to go out and get now to get her art and craft styling on well, good question. I, I think really you don't have to start with a huge bank of doodle drawers or with a makermobile like I've got at home <laughs> uh, parked in the drive outside my house. Um, a shoebox will do. I think start with a shoebox and just fill it with all sorts of different things that you might maybe throw away. Uh, but you can put in there for a rainy day uh, to make something. So it could be uh, an old button, um, a piece of wool, um, some wrappers, uh, scrunched up tissue paper. Wrapping paper is always a, a, a great thing to keep, um, to, re- to reuse and, and recycle. I think it's those sorts of things that you can put in your rainy day box or your, your own doodle drawer, your own arty shoe box, that actually one day when you feel what you want to be creative and to make something if you haven't even got an arty idea you can actually open up your your own doodle drawer have a look in there see what materials you've got and then come up with a with an arty idea as well so i think it's different for different people and uh, the the more you can collect and the more you can recycle the better 
Do you have a favourite type of glue? Because that is a very important thing, isn't it, to have? It is. I think uh, probably gloopy glue, which has become a, <laughs> a famous, uh, a, a famous uh, expression in our, in our show. Um, but the glue sticks are probably the best because of the minute makes. So the glue stick is, is best for the, for the quicker makes. Yes. Um, so I have lots of those. But it's amazing uh, how many times I knock them off the table, particularly during the, <laughs> the live show. And they always land. It's like a cat. A cat always lands on its feet. Yes. Uh, a glue stick always always lands straight glue, on the glue. glue down, down I the was going to say, I thought you were going to say it landed the other way up. No, like, no, but really it's always impressed. there. And then I've got glue on the floor and I'm thinking the shapes are going to come out and dance and get sticky feet in a minute. <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. So I'm, I'm on live on stage thinking, right, I've got to finish this make. I've got to look after the guests that are on stage and I've got to get a towel out and clean the floor before, <laughs> all before the end of a song. Yeah, so it's <laughs> Multi-skilled. Exactly, exactly. So let's um, have a couple of questions from our number one Mr. Maker fan that is a child. Oh. This is this comes from um, Thea, who's six years old, and I'll, let's just have a listen to what she wants to ask you. What do you find hard to make, and what's your favourite thing to make? Wow, Thea, that is a very good question. Well, I'll start with what do I find hard to make? Um, I would say tissue paper pictures. Uh, there was one time that sticks in my mind, Thea, was when I was uh, making a, a picture in Hong Kong when we were doing some filming uh, in Kowloon. And it was a very, very windy day down at the harbour <laughs> and not the best time to make a tissue paper picture. So um, definitely making tissue paper pictures outside is probably the hardest thing <laughs> I've ever had to do. Um, but I'm very lucky to be to say that's the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my job. Um, and my favourite thing to do uh, I would say the messy, the messy makes. Uh, there was one particular make where I dipped a tennis ball in a gloopy, painty mixture and hit it against a canvas. And it, boy, it made a mess, but it was great fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like something we would have to do uh, on the weekend, perhaps. Please do, but please do it outside and uh, put on uh, an old T-shirt or an apron first and put some old paper down first because <laughs> it, it will get messy. Trust me. <laughs> All right. And we also have an, uh, a few other questions from her. Can you make me a beach? <laughs> oh, a beach. How do you make a beach? Well, I think a, a whole beach might be tricky because it's quite big. But what about an everlasting sandcastle? Now, we made one of these on one of the early series of Mr. Maker. And I think it's one of the fan favorites uh, because this sandcastle never never washes away it's very exciting see basically you build a castle out of cardboard boxes tubes all sorts of different things and you cover it in lots of gloopy glue and then sprinkle play sand all over it so that was an everlasting sandcastle but thanks to Thea why don't we expand the idea and cover the whole of the kindling studio in cardboard <laughs> Gloopy glue everywhere, sand everywhere. And we'll just and that's, roll over it. And yeah, and that's Thea's beach. Oh, brilliant. Well, no Thea, trouble. we're only going to do that if you come in and help us make it. I that's think a that's a good call, plan. That's it? a good plan. We've got one more from Thea. Let's have a listen. Can one of your shapes talk to me? Oh, well, the shapes do love to talk, Thea. We've got, uh, obviously, Circle, who's famous for saying, I am a circle. Triangle, <laughs> who's famous for saying, I am a triangle. Square, who loves to say, you guessed it. I am a square and rectangle. Now, rectangle, if you come and see our live show, you'll find out he's a lot chattier in real life, live on stage, 
than he is on the TV show. Ooh. So, Thea, you might enjoy that. You'll see Rectangle uh, say and do a lot more than he does on the TV show. He's, he's particularly, so I think he's the cheekiest of the shapes. Oh, well, I think there's a lot of reasons to come and see your show. So can you tell me a bit about the dates that you're touring and where you'll be? Yeah, well, we're starting in Sydney. We're at Luna Park. It's actually the last day of June is our first show, the 30th of June. And then we're touring all over. So we're in Sydney. We're in Albury. We're in Melbourne, which is really exciting to be back in uh, places like Melbourne and Sydney that we've played before. And Albury, a brand new place for us to to visit, which is very exciting. Uh, We're back to Geelong this year, to Canberra. We're so excited to be going back to Canberra. It's going to be cold, we know, but I've brought my thermals this time. So I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready for the Canberra weather. Uh, But it's always beautiful there. Newcastle. We're going back to Newcastle and we love the Civic Theatre there. My favourite coffee shop just over from the square there, which is very exciting in Newcastle. So I'm looking forward to getting a cup of coffee before the show. We're back to beautiful Brisbane as well, which is amazing. Adelaide, of course. We're we're back to Adelaide this year as well, which is great. And we always have great audiences there. And we finish off our tour in Perth on the 21st and 22nd of July. Our final final shows of of this tour will be in Perth. And we're, we're just so proud to be visiting nine amazing venues on the tour we wish we could visit more and hopefully we can come back and visit more next time just keep coming back well phil thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us thank you so much for having me that was phil gallagher aka mr maker and head to livenation.com.au for all those dates that phil just mentioned but you might want to go and check where he's appearing in your city you've been listening to kindling conversation If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.